Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone spelled woe period begone wherever you listen to podcasts or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts have fun and see you later hi everyone alex here just letting you know that this episode is sponsored by euphony and their brand new sci-fi audio drama podcast crypto z Crypto Z is set in a deeply immersive, fast-paced, futuristic world where ICC agents are risking everything to restore life on the planet. The first season follows Jane Silver, a cryptozoologist who is deployed on a tense mission to track and capture a human-like creature, the mesmerizing and menacing Iceman. Prepare to be transported into the wilderness with Jane as she ascends through the Alps and comes face to face with her quarry. This podcast has been created by New York Times best-selling novelist Danielle Trussoni and award-winning filmmaker Hadrian Royan, and it is a whirlwind of action and suspense from episode one. Crypto Z is launching right now, so why not head over and subscribe via your favourite podcatcher? Just search Crypto Z, that's C-R-Y-P-T-O hyphen Z, or follow the link in the show notes to today's episode. Episode 157 of the Rusty Core Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell. With me today, I have... They're Meredith Brinman, right? Lydia Nicholas and Hal Gold. And who are you playing? Zolf Smith. Hamid Slaher and Altahan. Sal Sidebottom. And Azu. And I believe I've given you all the answers you deserve. No! Oh. 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 
Let us talk to the Brob. You are all currently interrogating a brain in an orb. Yeah. Welcome to Brob Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brob. Oh, yeah. God, that would be such an a ASMR. A podcast within a podcast. Hello. We're going to be talking about the nature of self and gestalt entities. Once I'm really clever. Whilst there's a gentle scratching in your ear. That's ear. not ASMR. <laughs> no, I know. That's but that's Showin's idea of ASMR. <laughs> no, I'm Showin's, so clever. Showin's yeah. ASMR is, and this is how ASMR works Why, really like, well. Instead of like tapping things, you just punches a wall. <laughs> yeah, this is ASMR. I've just invented it. It was my idea and this is how it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Luigi. Wow. <laughs> 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 so we are going to pick up where we left off, which is, I believe, I just drew basically a, a Magnus really charcoal. Disturbing pictures, yeah. 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 So I am going to go a little bit abstract, and then, pick, as in, like, mm-hmm. in terms of describing stuff, and then come back in and out and so on. Yeah. Okay. So Showin locks in on the crack and stuff. Mm-hmm. The more that Showin is engaged in the conversation that mm-hmm. isn't to do with useful questioning, mm-hmm. hey. and sh- is more to do with showing off, mm-hmm. the easier the drawings come. The more that it becomes focused, it starts to break down a little bit and starts to slow down and be a bit more choppy. Mm. But obviously, the second that Cell starts speaking, he's like, and away we go! Cell does not make that connection. Cell's just genuinely very interested in what was happening. But it would become apparent to any of you immediately. Mm. In terms of the Kraken info that he is letting you know, He genuinely just gives you this info. Mm -hmm. It can't come through the drawings and all that other nonsense that I insist on imposing upon all of you. so what it, actually, us. <laughs> what it actually is, is he made a point of trying mm-hmm. semi-successfully mm-hmm. to generate a network using these Krakens throughout the globe. Mm-hmm. He lost track of how many he made. Oh. However, he also didn't do a great job. He wasn't copying and pasting himself everywhere. He was mostly giving it a, a play, but what you might just have is a bunch of vaguely obnoxious krakens kicking around the place mm. but he wasn't truly everything that he thought he was going to manage mm. he wasn't some omniscient god oh, and he wasn't making so true copies it's, it's like there was someone trained a neural net on your twitter output and it managed to talk in ways that sound vaguely like you but don't quite make sense absolutely exactly what I was right. going for yes cool. and as a result rather than actually copying your consciousness and are we able to confirm we've shut down that network so one of the other things that he implies mm. is that certainly the network has been done in like you took out the lightning rods and you took out all of the undergrounds like the, the, it takes so much to salvage it technically you could but it, it's not going to happen what you also know is you start getting into like the limitations of the system and mm-hmm. and you know ultimately all material forms are are, are, are transient absolutely and if, if anything if, if we could just you know what if we can just find a way to become pure arcana then that's going to be the easiest way I of dealing with this I couldn't agree more mm. the krakens will wear themselves out although there are genuinely good sides of being in physical form <laughs> You know, it depends on the context. And this Clearly is not. Um, but yeah, in terms of the Krakens, they are going to wear themselves out mm-hmm. because Krakens were ancient creatures, mm-hmm. very, very strong, capable of like basic biological healing mm-hmm. and were smart. These as a result of the changes that he's made so that he can spread himself nice and wide. If left to their own devices, they'll eventually wear down, but we don't know... Right? Mm, the last detail he gives you is that he, what he used is he used their organic forms as effectively a blueprint. Uh, and then what he started to do was clone sort of grey matter. Krakens are halfway between a squid and a person. So these are essentially... Uh, he Jurassic Park. No, he, he Dalek'd them. 
Yes, he did. Oh. So what he did is he he was like, huh, what a large amount of grey matter. That solves the compression issue. Great! Split the brain. So all he did is he kept making more and more brains as effectively a blank template, mm. giving them mostly robot bodies that have a little bit of bio in there because there has to be. So I've invented this word cyborg. Let's <laughs> make go off on a... So yeah, o- o- off he goes. Eventually he kind of bores of the topic, but when he bores of the topic, it mostly is because he's explained how wonderful he is and it deteriorates back into the... So, uh, like non-verbal. Basically, the Krakens used to operate as a semi-cohesive group of stuff and now they're going to be individual, random, not very good sea monsters. Is and that what we're able to gather from that part it, of the conversation? That is a very hammered simplification. Sure. Yes. What has happened is they've gone from an organised network with which he could have held the world to ransom. Marcel <laughs> does ask why. <laughs> to hold the world you, to ransom. But you didn't give anyone a ransom note. Huh. <laughs> huh. I'm sure I did. No, nobody knew. No, 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 nobody no. knew. I did because that's why people were coming to investigate because of the ransom. No, you know because of the tremble in fear for my. I mean, I, we, I, we I wrote came, it down. We came because we realised that a lot of unaccounted for adamantium was being shipped out here. Yeah, no one's really heard of you, mate. No, 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 shut, shut, no, <laughs> no, no. Everyone has heard of me. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone's heard of Edison and Tesla. And Actually, Newton. I, I and, and Fra- Francois Henri. Oh, okay, oh come on! Right, sorry. Now, sorry. Shush. Francois Henri had many, many skills. All of them were useless. Well, I mean, he 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 did operate his his invention supposedly for the benefit of people and so he became Henri, famous Henri, for Henri helping his for the benefit of Henri well yes I agree fundamentally it's the only but... thing I respected about the man okay um, I mean you've done some other impressive work Mr Shoeen mm. you, you encountered this infection and, and you found a way to beat it I mean no one else has managed that what? I really think no, what well I mean so again correct me if I'm wrong but in the diary he talks about a way absolutely yeah so I'm, I'm trying to feed him a way to continue boasting, but onto that topic. So, yeah. okay. But I think there's something stopping him from talking. He's like, okay, what? what no, that I... So... As he starts struggling a little bit, the pictures start becoming a completely different thing. Yeah, what, what it becomes is an excellent technical diagram of the human brain and how you would go about severing the corpus callosum. Yeah. And he starts drawing root structures around the edges of it. Root R O O T. R O O T. Okay. So he's like, oh, right, no. <laughs> no, all, all I did was I just drew a line in the sand, you know? <laughs> and, 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 and that was in your brain. And, 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 and the painting is just going off on one. He has given you what is effectively an excellent surgical diagram as you get this for free of, hmm, if you wanted to separate out the two hemispheres. <laughs> oh, no, fair point, fair point. I, I, for some reason, I reverted to its Grizzop again. I think I heard the name and went, Zolf's gone now. Watcha. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, for, for both of you, it is an excellent diagram of a human brain. It is an excellent explanation of how you would get through to the corpus callosum and sever it. And it is also basically a description of not just doing that, but also building what's effectively almost like a tinfoil wall between the two. Oh, my God. In such a way that it becomes immediately apparent that he's basically built a wall in his brain to quarantine an area and let it go to heck. 
Okay, so what what do we sell takes people into the other room? So what, like what what do we need to know to act? Right, Next, we need to know right where so where the center is. He's the, no. So 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 two things. First of all, reckon it's London because mm-hmm. well, I'll show you the painting. Is that London? Yeah. Oh, I it's I always wanted to government. go. Well, you might be. Are you doing this near Wild or completely separate? Oh no, yeah, I'll, we can go back up to okay. like yeah with the rest of them. No, the thing like we really need to know is it looks like from and pointing at the brain thing mm. that he's you know he's walled himself off from it, right? But if we know how they infect people mm. and then we build these defences designed to stop it mm-hmm. and that means that we can actually fight back without just... This know, isn't a viable solution. Apart. Why not? You're suggesting deep brain surgery on every single no, person no, in the no, world. No, 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 I mean externally because the problem with him is it was already in him. Yeah, so if we covered ourselves in tinfoil... I'm looking for maybe something a little less... Um, well, no, I'd, I'd, I'd make it into a kind of a slick suit. I could probably turn it. I could. I could. There could be joints at the. Right. But sure. the point. Okay, so the problem with that is that it seems like he may not know that, not on a conscious level. So mm. we need to find a way to just keep him. Yeah. Okay. So that's let's. And you're good at keeping him talking. Ask so. him the questions. Keep him talking, and let's see what comes out the other side of right, things. Right, well, take these. I'll give him the paper and you can have a look at them. See if you can get anything out of it. Can we review the diary quickly? Because, it, you know, it was only a few episodes ago and it's, sure, sure. what, a week ago in game time and longer than that in real time. Like, what did he actually say about the infection? Because I thought he said that he had a method to stop the infection progressing in his own brain, but... I almost thought it was, you know, a Fermat's last theorem thing, where he also said, I have an actual cure, which I can no longer use on myself, but I've sent off to my other brains. But I may be misremembering. So what yeah. he said is he thinks he might have a way to end it, but he, as yes. in end it, but he needs, he only hopes that he can implement it before that takes effect. Right, okay, well then we need to ask about that. Yeah. But to be clear, in the diary, it was very much implied that that was separate to... Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's something. There's, there's two things. There was he there was found the, you a way know, to treating halt. the symptoms and halting it yeah. versus ending it. And yeah. he did mention he thought he had an idea. He to end has it. found a way to halt the symptoms. Yes. that is utterly unworkable. Yeah. He also though claimed that he thinks he'd found a way. But to... this margin is too small to contain it. Yes, because okay. that's the worst thing. Just write it down when you say <laughs> it. Why? That's exactly the kind of thing I want to leave yeah. behind for me. And it's not actually a solution to anything. It's just to be that person. <laughs> When we start talking to him again, Cell will just be so impressed. <laughs> I, I've been wondering personally, I think only the greatest genius possibly that I've, I've ever met would, would be able to come up with a solution of how to end this kind of infection. I don't know if anyone is really intelligent <laughs> enough to be able to what? do that. What? It's such a shame. I would be so impressed by anyone that Wait, had what? a solution. To, to, a solution to what? Sorry, To what? end the infection, what infection? in general. The Sorry, blue what? veins. What? Uh, what's um, coming out of his little hand? It's um, tiny. Remember how tiny it is. Yeah. So his hand's getting quite uh, erratic, like it's it's struggling a little bit. Any time you have mentioned the infection, mm-hmm. he immediately seems to come apart a little bit. Yeah. All of the stuff prior to the infection, he will go on and on about. But the second that, because you've done it before, any time you bring up the infection, he's like, I, what? Does, uh, does he refer to it as the infection in his own notes? Yes. Yeah. Can I make a heel check to try and work out exactly where the line is? From the reactions we're getting from the hand, because this is a basically yeah, sure. a, an autonomic response. Can I suggest from both of Azu and yeah. Zolf, you both give a heel yeah, check? Absolutely. I think that's very sensible. Yeah. Oh, that's a, a critical failure, so no. Um, the brain explodes. Yeah. I can bring you back from life. Don't know a lot about brains. 
I got 29. It looked 29. like seven from here. And I was like, <laughs> so oh. for, for, for a 29, here's things that you are able to discern, medically speaking, especially given he gave you this big, helpful diagram of what he did to himself. <laughs> yeah. Great! As is like, that's very good surgical work. The short... So what it is, is it's excellent ideas for surgical work, but you can see the brain. The implementation... Yeah, uh, I mean, it, he was doing it on himself. He had it... In, he yeah, had, you said the picture was good. Oh, the picture. <laughs> excellent. He had the theory down pat. His hand's not necessarily built for healing. Let's leave it at that. Literally. In terms of the insights that you're getting just from, like, having the time to speak with the patient, let's say, you reckon that there is some form of, like, an aphasia at play here. What's an aphasia? An aphasia is where you have issues to do with communication. There are different types. There are some where you understand perfectly, but you cannot speak properly. There are some where you can speak fluently, but you can't understand properly. A-P-H-A-S-I. Yeah. There are many different types of aphasia. You reckon there's some kind of aphasia at work here. It's not unheard of for, like, patients where a side of the brain is damaged the other half to try and pick up the slack but if they can't communicate it comes out very odd and the other things to be aware of is given the amount of brain trauma it's highly likely that he has memory loss generally speaking it's more likely to be worse the more recent you get and it would explain a lot for his behavior towards the end in that he was probably resetting almost memory wise a week at the most so it you might have more luck aiming earlier in timelines mm. but if he's not talking about infection it might just be he just doesn't remember it yeah. it's hard to say certainly the way things are interacting there is odd and you've never seen it before like you shouldn't be able to get perfectly formed here's a here's a picture here's another picture given what he's done to himself yeah. I think he's forgotten to ask earlier how does the simulacrum recreate versions of itself. The simulacrum mm-hmm. is a waste of time. Uh-huh. Let me tell you what. So mm-hmm. as he starts going into that, he continues to draw mm-hmm. based on the last question that you asked. Mm-hmm. Can you repeat the last question so I make sure I'm giving you the right drawing? Only the most intelligent person in the world could have come up with a way to end the infection in right. completely. Fab. So what starts to happen is he starts to sketch something that is a, a technical drawing. Mm-hmm. You think it is a mechanism of some kind, it's, it's hard to tell. But while he's drawing that, he's talking to you going, and the thing is, right, everyone was so interested, oh, they can make more of themselves. Yes, in the most ludicrously extrapolated way possible, yes, they could make more of themselves. So can people. Who cares? There's no real advantage to that. It takes ages, it's inefficient, and what's the point in making something to replace us? We can make ourselves something better carrying on the drawing unfortunately doesn't seem to be the perfect technical manual Mm. that you expect can all of you please give me a sense motive it's a weird one to pick but bear with me that's better 26 25 20 14 azu and zolf you both come to a sudden realization at the same time it's like one of those magic eye pictures where yes he is trying to draw something technical and then as it's completing and you're rotating it and you suddenly realise what he's done is he's drawn a landscape, a physical scene but using technical notation for Um, mechanisms and things like that. The best that you can tell is it appears to be a, a kind of barren mine or something, like a fissure in the rock kind of dealy. Being a dwarf and having some idea of cultural is it Svalbard? Yes. Okay, cool. But what he's done is he's drawn the entrance to Svalbard with, like, it's it's things like the entrance to Svalbard, that that little bolt isn't a bolt, it's a resistance symbol kind of thing. But 
sell for free. The thing that he seems to be doing is, although it's a very odd shape, he has drawn a coherent diagram. <laughs> like, it is okay, coherent circuits. Like, you're like, well, it does loop, that makes sense. But it's like if you took a simple square circuit and then you made it super yeah, wiggly yeah. to look like another thing. Is he etch-a-sketched it? Effectively. Yeah. I would like to do a knowledge engineering to work out if it looks like some kind of, the circuit itself might be some kind of kill switch. I am going to have to carry on with the simulacrum stuff for now oh. and then return to that. Okay. In terms of the simulacrum stuff, he is very much poo-pooing the entire endeavour. Yeah. Not because it's easy, but because it's pointless. Mm. Why try and make something to emulate what is already, frankly, a meaty, fleshy waste of time? Mm. What you want to do is you want to make the next thing. You don't want to make a copy of something that's already rubbish. Yep. So, Sal agrees with everything to kind of... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Like such an intelligent viewpoint. I really wasn't aware of that uh, kind of... He, he respects Henri for at least, at least understanding that. Mm. That you've got to aim for more than, as opposed to... Like, he gets, he gets a little bit annoyed at... He does bring up, of, of his own volition, Newton's work. Mm-hmm. And he, like, he explains, look, the, the guy can make tools, but he's not all that, not really. Now you can give me your check for the thing. I'm, I'm mostly checking, but I haven't mm-hmm. missed info here. There's so much info. Oh no, it's 28. Not high enough, but you know that it's really difficult to do because he's completely warped the layout of it. Mm. It looks like something that would play well with the kind of equipment that you were seeing at the show and Institute in terms of like transmitting stuff. Mm-hmm. Beyond the mechanics of it, you know that it needs an organic component. Right. Like, I can barely roll higher than that, so <laughs> if Cell can't work that out... Yeah. yeah. Well, you need a team and time. There is one last thing time to do team. with the simulacrum. <laughs> time to... Yeah, <laughs> Dig for engineering knowledge. Uh, showing eventually then starts going on and on and he gets himself caught in a loop, just moaning about having to pay the bills. Um, and he's just like, oh, and you've got to do... You've got some, t- some work you have to take on because you need the work, not because you want the work. Like, what, what work was that? And then he starts going on to how he was basically refining and then shipping out fluidic systems for the simulacrums that were being assembled in Damascus. While he's talking, I will still be feeding paper. Yeah, yeah. So, In terms of that, he then carries on basically with a couple of versions of the Svalbard thing. Mm-hmm. However, as you start comparing them, you notice that the fissure in the rock is larger as he makes a repetition of the drawing and larger again on the next repetition of the drawing and larger again on the next repetition of the drawing and it stops looking like a fissure and starts taking on a more generic sort of... I'm going to give the reference, it's not Are you getting closer to it or is the fissure getting bigger? It's literally just obscuring more of... You're not getting closer, it's just obscuring more of the image and it is looking more and more regular shaped in terms of like like a pointy egg, something like that. Like it, it starts having a regular shape. So Yonic then. (laughs) <laughs> I need a like more. a vagina vagina shape <laughs> no that's what I'm trying to steer away from yeah. okay but pointy egg is super yonic <laughs> is it the same shape as the weird metal seed thing we've got more what I was going yeah. for okay. yes and with each of the drawings seed. it starts to obscure more and more of the image okay so I'm going to ask Shoin about the vector of infection how did he catch the infection from the cleric knowing that I will not get good answers because mm. we've come up against this but then the tactic the best tactic we've got seems to be to ask the question we want mm-hmm. let him go off on one well no let him ask the question we want answered let him stumble for a oh, while right, yeah. then ask on a topic he can go off on for a while sure mm. so what's the what the what's the let's, here's how we're going to structure this now you're going to provide me an actual question yeah and then you're going to give me a decoy question every time <laughs> so the actual question is 
how did you catch the infection from the cleric? And again, naturally, I, I infection. What? What? No, the cleric was a fool. The decoy question, and Hammond is not the right person to ask this, but he's going to feed it out and hope someone else runs with it, is about Harrison Campbell. We know he was reading a Harrison Campbell book, and I want a topic that will get him talking and potentially has a lot of conversational area available that will just keep him busy for a uh, while. He ploughs into that. <laughs> However, in a, in a way that for everyone else isn't quite as pleasant, she's like, finally a man of culture, for goodness sake. If I have, why? Why do people ask me all of these inane questions? If you just had a manual, you could find the answer to your questions, but not questions of the heart. <laughs> <laughs> and off he goes. That's a famous book. <laughs> Questions of the heart, yeah, yeah, I love it. And off he goes. Yeah. In terms of the the drawings that start emerging, it's more difficult as it's a little bit more removed. This isn't a drawing of a thing. It's a lot more conceptual. It has what is effectively a, a, a an image of a person. Think, you know, like the if any of you know the artist Ellis Lowry. Yeah. Those sort of like almost charcoal stick figures. Yeah. The ones where it looks like it's raining. Yeah, all this stuff is about people. the industrialization of man. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like that's his writing style for what it's worth. That's where I'm going in terms of his art style. And so you have one it's of those. You have one of those figures, and then it is. You have another figure who is huge, like dominating the page, huge. Mm. And then he starts by just drawing, having a single line going from the small figure to the huge. Mm then another and then another and then another and another and it just starts to overwhelm the big figure from the small figure this is what you got in terms of the Harrison Campbell stuff he starts going on and on and then massive drop he then starts talking about and the thing is everyone 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 has been looking for the proofs who do you think got the proofs I got the proofs and they're right there and they're mine and there's no one else's did you know and then he starts going into minor discrepancies between the original proofs which he somehow get held of and the published editions in more and more obscure ways where it's like and there's a type on page 13 and 57 and 47 <laughs> and 58 and etc 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 till eventually he kind of starts to wind down because he starts getting confused as to the narratives and he, he starts to come apart a little bit as he's talking too long they're very complex stories <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm suggest another it's a lot of them that's almost the same thing <laughs> another time out upstairs to mm. review and discuss in case mm. right yeah I mean it seems like we have to go to Svalbard but I don't really understand why I don't know what more we can get something, out of him something to do with the seed like we'll, we'll yeah. find it when we get to Svalbard it's isolated it's unlikely that you know, the, the stuff has got, got there. there yeah. He was being paid. He was being paid to generate parts for the simulacrum. Yeah. 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 By who? All right, well, what's that question? Yeah. Probably Edison or Tesla, but yeah. Or by... Well, you told me that there was someone that owned the factory. Yeah, that's that true. That that's was a, angry one of the questions that on they the wall. broke the factory. Oh, the cold Hades. Cold Hades, right. Right. Oh. Yeah. I forgot about that. Wellington, maybe, but we don't know for sure. It's well, just well, speculation. Go ask him the question. But yeah, maybe he will know the answer to oh, That's good. Mm-hmm. That's... that's what's well, written on the wall. <laughs> Wilde just kind of raises an eyebrow and gestures for you to yeah. carry on the potentially world-saving interrogation. <laughs> do, do you think, before we go back down there, do you think there's anything else worth asking about in terms of, you know, I know you were hoping to get, we were hoping to find a way to protect ourselves from the infection from him. Yeah, but... well, that's at Svalbard. That's the point. That was what that was in response to. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I guess we're not going to find anything else out mm. no alright anyway, also my knees are getting tired from leaning into that blooming cell really need another oh. name English <laughs> environments anti-magic room yeah, no no it, it's not it's not a criticism Mr Smith I'm not trying to criticise you uh, it's just it's just a it's naughty a, box 
says uh, Carter from the corner. No. Mm, that's not why. Not. No, no, not. that's... Um, Never say those words together again. <laughs> different <laughs> euphemism. No, absolutely not. I'm going to go and talk to someone more pleasant than you, <laughs> Mr. Carter, and, and goes downstairs. Yep. Uh, quickly asking... Uh, who was it that paid you for that incredible work on the on the simulacrums? And then, if it begins to struggle, asking. Uh, um, no, he he immediately can press right. into that one straight away. He's like, well, here's the thing. Now, the thing the thing about Tesla, right? Mm-hmm. The thing about Tesla is he's all about the theory. He's all about theory, but he doesn't follow through. And the thing about theory is it doesn't pay, does it? No, no one's interested in the theory. Either make the thing, buy the thing. Yeah. Like what's uh, in no fairness, what is the point in theory? You don't have a thing. You don't have half an idea. You either make a thing. Happen. Well, then Edison came along and actually made it. And... Oh well, I mean, here's the thing, right? Edison, yes, that might be the case. Edison may have built the thing, but you know, you've got to follow the powers that be. You've got to follow. Sure. You've got to follow the powers that be because. Where's Edison getting all that money from? Where, where was he getting the money from? I mean, the, yeah, the lightning rail might help a little bit, but, I mean, he, 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 he's only really investing in that as a sort of hidden stock. The interesting thing, the interesting thing, is what happens if you start chatting with a certain Mr. Henri, because all of his systems are desperately insecure. Ah. Uh, was he stealing from the banking system? Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Henri, right? Here's the thing that not many Did people realise. Did he build those back doors in? <laughs> no. Building in a back door takes skill and effort. It's way easier to just build a wall with a hole in it. But you can learn some very interesting things if you start poking around. Like? What do you know about religion? It's a very interesting mechanism. (laughs) More importantly, lucrative. Very, very lucrative. Especially if you have a large underground organisation. You know, they approached me, the Hades lot did. They were like, oh, here... Work for us. I'll oh, make them their fluidic systems. Jokes on them, it'd never work. <laughs> what, what would never work? What were they trying to do? Oh, you know, they, they were trying to make those damn simulacrum things, but jokes on them, all of the systems that I gave them, <laughs> they weren't going to work anyway. <laughs> Why not? Oh, because I just made it deliberately not work, because I thought it'd be hilarious. What because the only person they could come back to to fix it is me. So what do you make it do instead? Just not work or do something else? Oh, nothing at all. It's basically uh, uh, like a... What are they called? Um, uh, 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 like, like a lamp with two fluids in it and they don't mix, so it goes up and down and up and down. Ah, uh, no, I... I, I you, you, can, you make those for children, yeah? Yeah, yeah! So, so you're saying that if they had a, you know, a... A whole legion of like you know chassis ready for for the systems oh, we put in. They would have they, they would have been they would please have been tell com- me they completely, made completely pointless. Let me put it this way: if you're going to hold the world to ransom, you don't want someone else to hold the world to ransom too. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, uh, well, you know he does have a point there. How much in- interaction with the cult of cult of Hades did you have? Oh well, you know. Um... Who who. Did you, was a specific uh, well, here's the thing. contact here's, person? Here's the thing with the Hades lot, right, is that everyone, oh, scary cloaks, oh, scary cloaks. When you own an island and an army, it gets very difficult to mess around with you, especially when they don't know about the underwater bit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I spent a lot of time with them. What's his face? Uh, posh geezer. Um, obnoxious. Always with a pair of um, outsiders. Um, Wild? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, Ch- Chessington. Um, Wellington. Um, no, it was um. Oh, well, well, yeah, well, 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 Wellington was his um his thing. It's um Wellesley, isn't it? 
Wellesley. Well, 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 Wellesley was became the, the Duke of Wellington. I, so that, that, that that's was his, his name, name before oh, before right. he was in, it, 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 oh. given the estates of it, it, yeah it's the same person. So you, you Mr. Wellesley the fun, fun fact: if you really want to have some fun, mm-hmm. you, you know those two. He seems to have sort of losing track of who he's talking to. You know those two uh, cloaked ones that were always with him, yeah. always going round. You know what? Vinegar. It is hilarious. I cannot recommend it enough. Just vinegar. It is the funniest thing you will see. <laughs> is this the squizzards? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I'm nodding. Zolf doesn't, but he, no. yeah, I think so. Yeah. You get to pickle them. Well, because they're like little slug would, would, I mean, yeah, would, would any acid things. work, or, or specifically acetic acid? Well, here's, here's the thing with your acids. He then immediately dives into what, to everyone apart from Cell, is utter nonsense. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, true nonsense. Cell, mm. he has gone such a deep dive in a way that's completely inappropriate because his actual point was just, yeah, but vinegar's funnier because you can buy it at a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that was his point, yeah. but... Um, what is the printer doing? So, if, if anything relevant, it might just not be relevant. Uh, what he has begun drawing is... It's slow and it's unnecessarily detailed. Shocker. Mm. He starts drawing a Mikato projection. Very good. Very very good at doing it for whatever reason. And then he starts doing it almost such a sketch style like you were talking about. Then he returns back to London and he starts doing this little dot. And he keeps drawing this little dot. Mm. He keeps drawing this little dot. It gets a little bit bigger, but he keeps drawing the same dot. By this point, he's gone through the paper. And as he's talking, it's just getting bigger and it's getting bigger and it's getting bigger. And, it's, and he's, he's just destroying the paper underneath. If you put other paper in, he'll just carry on doing that circle as he's talking. We, we, we get the cell addresses the little hand. We get the point. <laughs> More information. I think we've got what we need. Oh, 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 we have some okay. destinations. Are you saying that our time is at an end? I, I think your time might be at an end. I'm so sorry for you, my my unwitting uh, my unwitting victims. Truly, truly, it has been an honour. But so, nonetheless, I must cast you aside. I'm sure you'll enjoy being connected. It's it's quite a fun experience, I'm told, before it gets fatal. <laughs> Oh no, please don't. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> he he starts spieling in a way that I can't do for an extended period of time. He will, he will just keep spieling unless you start the, the conversation. Uh, no, Cell unplugs the speaker okay. and then unplugs the microphone. <laughs> mm. Can you put him back into stasis or whatever it was? Uh, Make my conscious. I, 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 I'll actually, I'll, I'll turn the power down gradually so that it feels like falling asleep. What you aren't able to do is put him in a timeless kind of stasis insofar as what you can do is you can induce what's effectively like a, a, a stupor like almost. If, if, if they're taking out the power, one assumes he goes back to the sort of form he was while we were carrying him around, which is eating fluid but not mm. having enough energy to actually think. Think of it more like a dream state. Oh, yeah. Sure. There is a, there is an awareness of the passage of time, but a, a lack of conscious control regarding its perception. So, right. Well, quite honestly, we've got what we need, and that pointing at the brain is there's too much trauma to you know. And I need to take a break there. So before we dive down this Sorry, rabbit yeah, yeah, hole, yeah, yeah. we'll come back in a couple of minutes. All right. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome back. So, I believe we were about to discuss the Henri solution. Uh, well, Cell Ooh. has gradually turned the power down and just sort of said, he and they, like whatever combination of people is in there they're they're dreaming now and and what what i'm thinking i could just whirl it around and scramble him and and he'd essentially be uh unconscious and then when the nutrients run out uh dead so he'd, he'd, he'd be dreaming then dreaming fragmentedly and then would wind down you also know both zolf and azu would know that realistically there wouldn't be any pain because that's not yeah. how brains work yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So he's given us all the relevant information and leaving somebody in that state is... Yeah. Barnes it, pipes up from the corner going, he's the only insight we've ever had in terms of, you know... I don't think there's anything more he can give the, us. Though. The longer we keep the, the all the, around, the more greater the chance of risk. infection risk. It's still Wild veins inside it. Exactly. It's a, this is, as I've always said, we are dealing with existential risks. That means that your margin for error has become zero. Even if it's not a mercy, you should still kill it. And we need to dispose of it, or at least seal it in such a way that whatever's left can't do anything. Seal it, don't know how to dispose of it in a way that means you can't infect. Do you have not any yet. spare bags of holding? Extra planar spaces? No. Do you have any spare bags of holding? We definitely do. <laughs> got tons, don't you? Yeah. Uh, and we lost half of them with Grizzle for Sasha. I mean, I had two and I gave one to sell. I am loath I to... I only have one. <laughs> I am loath to have us leave it somewhere that it would be unsupervised. Well, what's your idea then? You could keep it as a pet. You could bury it. Give it a kobold. It, it needs a guard of some kind. Give it a kobold. Burying it's not a terrible don't idea. Don't give but... it to the kobold. It caused the kobold they, they a lot of pain and asking them to be responsible mm. for it is cruelty to both them unless and they to want it. it as proof that I meant I meant destroy it and then just give the lifeless orb to the kobolds not it's still actually an infection show it. risk as has been discussed yeah but they reckon they're immune to it so so you believe that now no not at all but if we've got an actual well, reasonable way to scramble it and then the nutrient broth will fade out it will wither and die Wild, are you staying in this inn for the foreseeable future? I probably am not. However, it will remain a Harlequin safe house with or without me. I would say keep it in the anti-magic field. I agree. All right, do that. While it gradually withers. We can seal it in a box if we need. It doesn't matter. We can just leave it in there. Put it in a bag of holding and then put the bag of holding in 
the anti-magic field. Then you can open the bag of holding. Mmm, that's a very good idea. Do that. Very smart. And also, if you cover that then with a bunch of really innocuous-looking, boring stuff, then no one will want to... In fact, put it under the the pooping system, because I think what we all learned over, under the last... We, we can work out the details later. Oh, OK. So, sorry, I do get carried away. Right, so Svalbard next. Apparently, this is going to take some effort from my part. I'm going to need to make some contact. We have to presume that Einstein isn't on the cards. He hasn't been for a while. I don't see why he would be suddenly. You can use your thing, can't you? Well, if we think it's safe, we can... He seems to be really busy. Yeah, well, this is like the one... This is the thing. So this is going to be priority zero. If you were going to get a teleportation, it wouldn't be via official channels. And if there's one thing that we need to be careful of, it's generating too much suspicion using unofficial channels. Well, get to work then. You're the fixer? Fix it. Fair point. Who fancies a trek through Siberia? I've heard so many interesting things. <laughs> Wilde basically heads off to his office and, and starts working in inverted commas. <laughs> I do that Is because... That because moving paper around... <laughs> I do that because secretly what Alex knows is that the first half hour is going to be Wilde sat at a desk going... <laughs> right. Because thinking is an important part. Yeah, so that's not working. That's just working. No. Yeah. No, working is, is only working. in the product you generate. Oh, God. Oh, you capitalist. <laughs> so, yeah, that just leaves the remainder. Barnes and Carter just kind of... There. Are you going to come with us? I mean, I don't know. I don't necessarily pick where I'm stationed. Mm. I think a trek through Siberia sounds like... It's not uh, known to be very safe. Where is? Is Svalbard in Siberia? No. no but it's very then far north. We... Because that means that we would avoid the populated S- bit. Sellers of... suggesting oh. that, I don't know, we trek through basically the entirety of Russia. That sounds very cool. Which is thousands of miles. Walking. Sell shrugs. Car pipes up and it's full of giant monsters! Yeah, exactly! Yeah, yeah. Ah, exactly! Ah, right? Sure it is. Exactly. Dinosaurs the size of di- dinosaurs! Ah. That sounds extremely tempting. Yeah, well, mm. spooky monsters or not, it's still really cold and hard to eat. And just the worst idea. Yeah. Just the worst idea. I mean, if we can't get teleported, what is our other options to get to Svalbard? Boat. What? Yes, I was going to say Svalbard and so you sail, I suppose. You would but sail to um, you can sail. America and then no, 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 trek no, no, no. across America. No, 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 no. We go 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 round India up the Suez. That and sounds like a very populated route. I mean, you... across the Mediterranean. Yeah, we'd, we'd be on the boat through so. the middle of the Med and up round. Safe? No, of course not. I don't think we have any safe it's options. It's quicker than walking. What 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 time of year is it? Would the north of Russia be ice free? Could we sail along the north coast of You want of us to sail... I don't know, Zoff. I'm asking you. You're the expert. If okay. it's no impossible, sh- no ship, just no, say no. No ship has ever made that. Then let's not do Root. that. <laughs> many many people have died trying. Okay, let's not do that then. It, I mean, it seems like you've been quite keen for us not to end up going through Europe. What? What if we just crossed the pole? Oh, God. Hamid, really? That's... I could become a polar so, bear. You want us it, to... Look, it, it, no, no. I know it sounds stupid... Okay, I admit that. But it is technically the shortest route. And, yes. and we is, all have the ability to endure elements. And it's actually perfectly warm. It's it, it, it it's completely uninhabited. Mm-hmm. There's no chance of the giant monsters at the pole as far as we know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's risks involved. You ever been to the Arctic, Hamid? N- no. It shows. Tell us more. I mean, have you, or were you just being ominous? 
in. I know that at least you wouldn't make it, Hamid. What, Why? Your, your stature, you wouldn't be able to cover ground fast enough, even if you're taking it dogs. Can fly. I can carry him. It's not. It's, that. It doesn't work like that. Can't you're talking. Fly for long enough. You're, you're talking the limits of of endurance. Crevasses. Uh, Storms. Let's let's assume. Let's assume. Let's assume that you could. Let's assume that you could carry Hamid. Let's assume that Zolf. No offense was able to cover the ground at the same speed as everyone else. Let's assume that everything... My legs could malfunction. Exactly. Oh. There are, there's wild magic I mean, up there. He, was... his, they, could, they could explode. Let's assume you back make all was... of that way. It's months of journeying on foot. And you can't, you, you can't sail it. There's no, there's no passage. So you're, you're saying that our options are only sail through the middle of the, the war zone. We could go, ra- zone. We could go around Africa. They're not options. None of them are. Not really. Well, they have to be. That's. But, I mean, uh, to, to, to be fair. Sailing. Yeah, and to be fair, Barnes, we have just named all methods of traversal from this part of the world to that part of the world. Yeah. So they're all bad options, but they're still options. Well, we then Wild has them. to make Einstein work. Yeah, we're talking about if it don't. Because what we're going to do? Just say whoopsie daisy. Let's not bother. We got to try something. Okay. And yeah, it's either through the meds, round Africa. Over the North Pole. I could take you across America. Through through the Med is feasible, but ill advised. You're right. picking between I, yeah, I know. left and right. Yeah, at this also, point. I don't. You're not look. talking about just through the Med, though. You're thinking about going down what, what around about, what India. What about Earhart? What? Who? What you mean, fly? Well, I mean, she had a flying ship, and oh, her. It. You know, she got a Amelia Earhart. She was working for the Harlequins. The one that got you to Paris? Yeah. yeah. Well, from, no, she got from Prague. Paris to Prague. Oh, right. I mean, she that gives you a straight line, but it, it's you know it's a faster method of travel than any other, I mean, and it's potentially safer. Wilde's never mentioned that he's in contact, but when does he? I'll, I'll go talk to him. Is she still she, alive? I think you're assuming a level of... She was a member of the Harlequins. Communication we, with the mainland that isn't present. Her. Yeah, I'll, I'll mention it so he can raise it with the right channels. Maybe she is, maybe she's not, but it's a good suggestion. It's a good idea, that. It was. I will go and be like, hey, Wild. Earhart. <laughs> I know you hate Wild looks up from his work. Hey, hmm? Amelia Earhart, you're going to have to swallow Close your pride. Close the door. <laughs> Close the door. We both know it's the only option if Einstein's not available. Well, we're talking about going across the pole? <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Or, well, up, yeah, up, up the sewers and Cle- the med. It- or around Africa. Which one no suggested one it? No one wants to go across America. <laughs> no one. It's really wide. I mean, that is the long way round as well. It's also because culturally it's a complete unknown to everyone to, but you. What? Yeah, all these other ones. More people have crossed the pole than crossed America. As far as... Yeah. I mean, I mean, have people crossed the pole by this point in this world? I don't even know. It sounds like no. Hamid, Hamid was about to be like, well, when I was in London... There were people discussing potential expeditions, but I don't know what happened to them. People have tried. Yeah. Uh, Some died, some made it back, none have made it through. Mostly, a lot of them were... (laughs) a lot. What has just happened is that the North... I think it's called the Northeastern Passage. Mm. I think if it's the North... If I've got it right. At this point, the Northeastern Passage has just been disproved, which was the myth that if you just sail north enough, it actually warms up again, and then there's a route that you can sail. Around Canada? I I forget the route. It was a proposed way to get to the other side of a... America yeah. at yeah, the it, north and that has resistance. just been disproven right, yeah, fair enough. so you're looking at people who have potentially made it to the pole and back it's I, bit, not I, I still think crossing the pole would have been a really freaking cool storyline for us to be the first people to do that in the cause of saving the world but jumping back to this yeah. and also terrifying so 
Yes, if... Don't mention it to the others, but that's my prime option. What, Earhart? Yes. I don't know how, and I don't want to. Sel was going on about America, but, um... What? Well, it is a landmass we can cross. No, I don't know anything about it. I mean, I guess they're an an elf, or sort of. Here are our options. We have option one. Einstein, and we get there instantly. Option two, we somehow get Earhart on board, and we take weeks. We use basically any other method, and you're you're looking at months. Okay. If not a year. Yeah, fine. So we just don't bother. (laughs) Get us Einstein or Earhart, or we're taking months. That's it. Even if America does work, we've got to go across the Pacific, I, then across America, it's then fine, across it's the fine. Atlantic. It's fine, I'll get Einstein. I'll get Einstein. It'll be fine, I'll get Einstein. Go on, go keep morale or whatever it was. I've got work to do. All right. Uh, don't let people leave. I don't know who I'm going to need. Sure. Right. So, uh, did we ever establish whether you can actually ride inside the Krakens? Because those are just swimming around like long-distance submarines. I mean, it sounded like they were not. There wasn't passenger space in them. Carter pipes up, but you could if you just scooped all of the brains out. They've probably got loads of brains, and we could probably each take one or something. Uh. So it's not. We're not thinking. It's not like a. It doesn't have a passage that we could. We could be swam around the world. No, I don't. I doubt it. I'd be up for it. Yeah. I think it'd work. Okay, so you built in like four days. You uh, built yeah. that. Sub, semi-submersible craft. Yeah, I could totally build you an airship. Just give me, like, a month. Well, but could you build an air kraken? Because that's, like, best of both. That might take longer. So you guys know how ice floats in water, right? Yeah. I've thought often about how if you There's mix no it land with at the North Pole. You could make a material... The other way to cross the North Pole is under the water... That's probably even crazier. That's probably a terrible idea. So forget I said that one. I think let's think about this. Russian subs genuinely exist on the Arctic ice. All of this is accurate. What Alex is doing is going, why? I'm just throwing throwing potential even more. You better get us Einstein then. Welcome to the season five. Wild wild ideas for the Ah, next plot, Alex. Welcome to the next leg of the journey. Six months of recordings in a box. (laughs) Uh, As we would love that. Yeah. Oh, submarines. I mean, that's why you should let us trek across either the North Pole or Siberian so, Whilst whilst we do official investigations into the options that are available, what are people wanting to do other than Qu- sit and wait? Quarantine's over, I'm going to the coast. <laughs> that's fine. I'm going to go Just say <laughs> hi to Jasper and the team. Don't worry, I'll be contactable. That sounds like a good idea. Should I... Try Einstein as well. I know Einstein. I know Wild's going through official channels, but we do have this other thing. Liaise with Wild. Go talk to him. Yes, okay. maybe it's best for Wild to try first, and then. Well, let's let's you and me go and talk to. Yeah, just Wild remember then. we're a team, so talk to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hope Jasper's okay. Say hi from us. I give Azu a nod. I just did that in like yeah. <laughs> physically and was like, we're, it's a podcast. Yeah, I was smiling really proudly yeah, at Ben. So, so, like, yeah, so, we're a team! So Zolf nods at Azu before leaving. <laughs> I don't like it when I give you time to heal. Even just temporarily. <laughs> it, it leads to bad coordination. I, what do you I mean would, temporarily? Before, before both Zolf and Cell leave, I would like to offer them both a hug. They may or may not take that up. Oh, Cell crouches and gives you a great yeah. hug. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's mostly elbows, but in a good way. Uh, yeah. I, 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 give, being, I give Cell a big old hug. Being crouched down, yeah. Cell can put their head on your shoulder. Aww. Aww. Uh, hesitates, pats <gasps> you on the shoulder and leaves. That's fair. <gasps> Hammond doesn't, don't, actually is quite successful at not making that super awkward. Okay. He's got high enough charisma that he can just about manage that situation. Cool, Zolf doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Hammond's going to talk to Skrark. Ooh, yes, I completely forgot about Skrark. Is, is my village dead? <laughs> Ooh. So, I'm going to deal with Skrark and then return to your village, that's okay. Oh. So... Skrark's there. Uh-huh. Um, so, Skrark, we're going to be leaving soon. Where are we going? Well, I and the rest of the people I've been travelling with, we're heading to Svalbard. I have no idea where that is. Which is the... It's the extreme north of Europe. It's a... That sounds really cold. It is extremely cold. Right. I know that you... And your team are going to want to come with us, and I don't... It's going to be very dangerous. Then we'll all have to be very careful, won't we? Well, I don't know... We don't know how... We don't know exactly what method we're going to use to get there yet. We don't know how many people we can take, and I I really worry about taking you and the others into danger. You know, I've been doing this a long time, and... If you leave without them, they'll follow. This is how kobolds work. We've been over this. What if it's... Just you, then? Would they trust you to take care of it? The the others, they they had a great time working with Cell. They were really productive. Now, now Cell had an assistant, Jasper, and he's doing the same sort of work. And they could have, they could do a lot of good and be really productive and and, and do some good stuff if they stayed here with Jasper, maybe. It's, and they wouldn't be far from home. It's possible. I'll need, I'd need to send someone back to the island it'll take at least a day to get there oh we've got we've got we should have enough time to do that fine let me is that sort it what can I do to help anything else no we're here to help you I'm not I know how the others have come to see me and I'm it's a relief to me you don't see me the same way Skrark it shouldn't be it's hard I, I haven't it should be Yes, I agree. I'm just trying to work out what's best for everyone. Skrark just literally just starts to leave. Okay. Being in charge doesn't mean that life gets easier because you have more people to help you. It means that life gets harder because you've got more people you need to help. I know. And Skrark heads off. All right. So, mm-hmm. so heading back to the village. Every time we do this, I expect that you to just be like, there's smoke rising uh-huh. from smashed houses. So, can you give me a perception check, please? Oh. Okay, that's 24. So, the road is the best quality it has been in pushing a year mm-hmm. in terms of the rain actually stopped. Stopped? Stopped. Stopped, finally, meaning that you actually make decent time. Mm-hmm. As you start approaching, you do notice a large plume of smoke that isn't normally there uh, from a from a large fire of some kind. Cell can tell the difference between... Smoke that is from buildings on fire. It looks like a controlled burn. Okay, okay. All right, this is going to be fine. This is going to be. What has Jasper done? As you draw. <laughs> I just I wanted to be real, like full Lord of the Flies. No one's, <laughs> no one's dead, but like they've just gone completely feral. <laughs> Jasper's their king now! King! The thing is, it's, it's a gnome village, so most of them are going to be like, they're old, right? <laughs> they're old, they're mature. This is not like. 
a bunch of ch- Jasper is a kid, but a kid that is probably older than all the rest of you. <laughs> yeah. so. Jasper may, may well be like if he was like forty-five years old. Or so. They live hundreds of years. Okay. Well, so as you approach the borders of the village, you see an encouraging sight. Mm-hmm. There is a tank mm-hmm. parked across the road, Excellent. aimed at the road that you're coming down, hey. with with someone sat in it to a degree. It's not Jasper. Mm-hmm. You recognise it as one of the local boys. Mm-hmm. He's not really paying attention to his guard duty, <laughs> but he is there, mm-hmm. which is something. Mm-hmm. All the barricades and stuff still seem in place. Mm-hmm. You get distressingly close before he notices you, and then <laughs> you know calls out, "Oh, uh, Cell! Hey! Oh, hey! Is everyone alive? I mean, yeah. They're, they're all in the. Oh, have you come for the? Uh, one sec. I've got this." He disappears into the tank in, in quote, marks again. It starts to move and then pulls just aside a little bit so that you can get past. Cheers. Yep, yep. Does anything exciting happen while I'm away? Uh, he points up at the sky. <laughs> Fire is not exciting in and of itself. No, it's not raining. Oh, yes. No, you're right. That is absolutely that a bonus. Yes, it was actually. Of course it was. You should tell everyone. They'd be well happy. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's have a nice time. Do you head into the village? Yes. There is a fate happening. Aww. There is a large bonfire in the middle of the village. Mm-hmm. It's just saying the village has met its fate. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> and it's cake. <laughs> and it's lovely. <laughs> is the title of this episode now going to be The Fate of Cells Village? Yes! <laughs> and I'm going to spell it wrong. <laughs> So, yeah, there, there is a fate set up, and you can see that most of the square, which has been reduced to a quagmire, so people haven't really been able to do public gatherings, has started to at least be salvageable, that people have bothered to put wood down again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a large bonfire in the middle, and it seems that they have, um, you know, the sort of um, street party dealy where you have sort of tables and everyone's yeah. sort of sat together? That is happening. As one person sees Cell enter, and then the other will go, Oh, hey! 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 Oh, and they all start the giving a big old wave. Was that you? Yeah! Ah! My new friends! <laughs> Jasper is not there, but all of the people who are there are immediately gushing. Of course, of course, you managed to fix the sky. <laughs> They've learned one important lesson with Cell, which is you don't ask how. <laughs> it, it's not that it's not that the answers are inaccurate they are just unhelpful <laughs> yes so mostly everyone's just saying thanks for fixing the sky no um, that's cool how's, how's I'm gonna have some cake they immediately pull you into the festivities a short while later you see Jasper coming out of the elderman's house with them and he's just there and he's looking very official looking in a way he hasn't before he's wearing his his good his good clothes his I was going to say good clothing his good overalls hey buddy you, oh, you hey. did it you kept everyone safe you fixed the sky didn't you yeah but what's more important is that is that you kept everyone safe while I was gone it's it's the trick is that you make sure that everyone's occupied yeah you know what yeah that that's it you've got it you've, you've got you can, like, Cell starts, like, welling up. Like, you're, you're gonna be okay, buddy. You're, I mean, I mean, yeah, I've, I've always been okay. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, but I, 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 I sometimes, sometimes I need to learn things. I know that sounds bizarre, but sometimes I, I need to learn things. Have you had some cake? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, uh, Jasper starts, you know, just sorting the cake. So you're here to stay again? You're, you're, you're... For, for a little while. Remaining? 
for a, for a little while, and then I, I might go off on on some more adventures. But I'll I'll be back after. Oh yeah, I mean, are you 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 gonna have to fix all the other s- uh, skies? No, I think we fixed all the skies. Well then, j- job done. There's. It turns out. I, I was trying to forget for a long time that there's places other than this and that sometimes they have problems. Uh, but before that, we may be enlisted to make an airship, which is much more <laughs> exciting. So I'll keep you in the loop. Oh, no, I've I, also I, got a bunch of new friends that I think you would find extremely interesting to talk to. Great. And I'm going to end the episode there as the festivities carry on and as night begins to fall on a, a large happy scene <laughs> don't believe you where everyone is alive no. from when you left them nah. That's crazy. this personal growth yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll be right back there next time <laughs> wait till we get to Europe so yeah oh. Uh, uh, oh, that reminds me I need to plan a large polar expedition anyone know anything about frostbite yes, yes. oh it's great <laughs> fab it's terrible <laughs> bye bye, bye. <laughs> Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by April Sumner. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at rustyquill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r slash rustyquill. Thanks for listening. I think that's it. That's how I. That's how I sum up your jamming style. Obtuse. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe willfully obtuse. Mm. Yeah. I don't want to imply that it's by accident. Yeah, I know I'm it's not, not by accident. I'm not acute, and I don't do things on reflex. Hey. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> Isosceles. What you did there. Isosceles. Yeah. Right. Silence, Mark. And Mark. Hi, everyone. Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Alyssa Rosendahl, Heroway, Alexandra DiCarlo, Rue Weist, Halogen, Jill Flansberg, Peter Lucas's Life Insurance Policy, Taka, Ina Notochka, Meg Allen, Camilla Kavmark, Vortex Eclipse, Winfor, Sandra Rorder, Emily, Gila Sketchcat Schatz, Melanie, Sabrina McCoy, B. Elderly, Adrian Serrano, Evelina, Sloan, Alex James, Kit Lines, Pineapple Princess, A Creature Built of Gears and Silver, Kaylee L. Tomlinson, Power Loader, Carolyn McKenna, Frankie Kavakic, Nighthawk, Lex Adams, Grey Aster, Dan Hayes, Jonathan Bjorklund, Chaotica, Tristan Tinder, Danny Yeager, Sidney Bell, Jessica Mattiace, Maya Manzonelli, Lionheart 091, Murdo Homewood, AJ Waitkus, Eliza and Gray, Earl Conagin, Gripping Traverse, Kyra Marie Maginity, Finn Catterhall, Sonia Hansen. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Hello all, it's Helen here. 
the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.